this, sweetie? Don't forget a jacket if you're walking in the rain Get your friends together, we can smile through the pain We gotta laugh now, cry later, no other way We gotta laugh now, cry later, it's time to play Now cry later. I am your host Nick Ornelas. This is my assistant. Oh, I thought we were just joking. This Uh, is my co-host Cooper. Yeah. Oh man, I feel like I need to just kind of address. I feel like I was super mean to you on that last podcast. Hey, when you get drunk, you get a little dark. Dark. You get a little like you want to hurt someone's feelings just a little bit. Uh, but it's fine because I know you. But like, I feel like if we had a different person in here, not me, they would be like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah." So that's gonna happen sometimes. So just, yeah. just know and accept it. Yeah, no, it's fine. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking today, mm-hmm. just right before you got here, just what kind of a curmudgeon I would be if I didn't have roommates. Uh huh. Because I was in here working on uh, on the podcast on a post, and follow laugh now cry later underscore pod, and uh, my roommate was making a lot of noise, mm-hmm. and I was getting so angry, yeah, like real anger, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Like this is their home, also. Like <laughs> of course they're not just gonna shut the fuck up, yeah." Um, and like I was just like God, if I lived alone, I would just be such a piece of shit. Like I would have no one to just like check me, no one to tell you back, nah, no one to pull me like rein me in. You know what I mean? You know, I kind of feel the same way. Right? I feel like I'd turn into an absolute like hermit. Mm-hmm. First off, yeah. I'd be like, well, I have a house now, and I'm not leaving. Yeah, and is my kingdom. Yeah, and it probably. I mean, we said it last time. We both agreed it'd probably be dusty. And yeah, it it wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be dirty, but it would for sure be disorderly. Yeah. My, my, my apartment would definitely be cleaner. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm a clean freak as it is. They'd walk into my house and they'd be like, what the fuck happened here? And I'd be like, don't touch anything. It's all... Oh, you know where everything is? Yeah, I know. Listening? Don't fucking touch anything. Yeah. Organized chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where, you, that's where you thrive? Yeah, yeah. But it's nice to have, like, roommates uh, to, like, kind of rein you in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you're not turning into just a super concentrated version of yourself. Yeah, I can't be having that. Because that's kind of what it is, right? Like, you'll just seclude yeah. yourself and you'll just fall into... Who you are. Who you are at your <laughs> which core. might not be a good Which thing. is a super impatient, hyper-violent adult man <laughs> who speaks well and is very manipulative. Yeah. Manipulative. Manipulative. I, uh, yeah, I would just become a complete, like, I'm an introvert as it is, but like, fuck, man, I'd, I'd become like super antisocial, like. Mm-hmm. Dude, it is so hard for me to leave this apartment. I know it is. Like, Tyler and Naomi invite me out all the time. And you're just like... And I'm just like, who's going? And they're like, well, I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah, I don't need to know. Yeah, I'm going to take my jacket off, so I'm going to move this over. Um, I like that jacket, by the way. I typically don't like the things you wear. Like that shirt, like that dirty shirt that's so stretched out at the neck. Oh! <laughs> Why? Who are you? Who does this? And you just threw it on the ground? I wore it just for that reaction. That's why ah, I kept the jacket on. It's oh, hot as fucking here. And I was like, I'm going to take the jacket off in the middle of it. And he's going to be pissed. 
Hey, you want to know something that'll piss you off even more? Yeah. I bought four of these. You bought four <laughs> dirty shirts? <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask the question that's going to piss me off even more. Yeah. How much were they? $10. All right. Yeah. See, that's why. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> All right. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, why is it brown? <laughs> Dude, I don't It's like a... It's white, but it's brown. Like, maybe on camera it'll look white. Yeah. I don't know. But if you put that shoe next to that shirt, there is a difference. Oh, that sounded like it hurt. Something just popped. I hope that came through the microphone. That didn't feel good. Hey, dude. So I, uh, I was driving into work yesterday, and oh my god, where where I work. So you drive into this driveway, and it's this giant like concrete pad. That's like, sorry, no worries. Um. Giant concrete pad. There's the shop I work at on the left and a, a fabrication shop on the right, about 50 feet apart. So I drive into the driveway, go through the gate, and I see a car I built completely crashed into the wall of the neighboring shop. That's fantastic. And I was like, oh, like I was like, Today's going to be a bad day because my boss is not the nicest guy. Just to repeat, if this is your first episode, Cooper doesn't just build like regular cars. He builds like race cars. Yeah. Expensive, <laughs> very expensive race cars. Yeah. I don't know how I got, I don't know why he hired me. But anyway, um, so one of the cars I built is just stuffed into the fucking wall of the shop. And I was like, I thought I was still asleep. I was like, this can't be real. Like, how does this fucking happen? Because it looked like it went straight out of the shop and just into the wall. And so I, <laughs> I get out of the car. My boss is flipping out. The guy who did it has been working there for three days. Oh no. He's not even established. No, you barely know this fucker's name. Yeah. Three days. And so after all the commotion dies down, the car really isn't in that bad of shape. They fucked up the bumper. No big deal. But the shop, the wall, it's like corrugated steel, you know? Yeah. So they have two by fours and all the structural shit behind that. And that was an office space that he crashed into. So he just wrecked it. Sh- fucked shit up. It's probably going to be between 80 and 100 grand. <sighs> he hit it so hard. Three days and you've cost this man $100,000. <laughs> Um, is there a video? Please tell me there's a video. Okay. So there's a video and it's the, I'm going to try to describe it because my boss, my boss is super like paranoid about shit and he won't send me the video. So here's what I think happened. The kid's like six, four. He's like a tall guy. That's annoying. And real big feet wearing real big boots. The pedals in this car, you know, you got your gas brake clutch. They're pretty close together. So you can like heel and toe. Like Mm -hmm. anyway, Um, I think his boot got stuck, but regardless, so this is what happens because the, the camera is placed at the gate looking straight down. So he comes out of the, the garage, right? Mm -hmm. And he's going straight and he stops. Okay. Okay. So he's probably got about another 20 feet before he hits the wall. He starts going again and the car just goes into the wall. There was no attempt to even turn. Dude, no, 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 no. And that's the worst part because he hit like right here. He was, he could have turned the wheel like an inch and he would have missed it. But it's just, he just fucking like, right? What a fucking dick. And, uh, is this yeah. a child? No, he's like a 27 year old ex Marine. Jesus Christ. And maybe he had some PTSD shit happen. Uh, I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> like, I, I don't know what happened because he said he knew how to drive a manual and yeah, your foot could get stuck, but did panic just set in? I don't fucking know. Was he looking down at his feet and then crashed to the fucking wall? I don't know. There's no, I mean, if you just let go of everything on the car, the car stops instantly. It, yeah, 100%. So there's no way for that to have happened. Regardless, dude, funniest shit I've ever seen. That's fucking. And, um, he... He uh, he was like, hey, can I, today he was like, hey, can I like work on this thing? And I was like, I don't know, because he's fresh, like it's, you know, technical, like mechanic stuff. And 
He's like, come on, you can trust me. And I was like, hey. No, he can't. I didn't crash a car into the wall at jogging speed yeah. from 50 feet away. <laughs> Two miles an hour. <laughs> I've never seen a more hurt man in my life. Fuck. <laughs> incredible. He just walked away satisfied. Yes, he did. He's like, I put my life on the line for this country. <laughs> I can't even fucking... <laughs> I can't even fucking get in this car. Fuck. Dude, yeah, no, he, like, won't get in the cars. Of course not. I wouldn't let him. I'd be like, cool, so you don't get to drive anymore from now on. That's Cooper's job. And you do bitch work. You're bitch Steve. You know what I've done the past two days since he crashed? Fix that car. Um, I've worn my boots to work every day, which are almost just as big as his Mm -hmm. and wider because they're cowboy boots. And I'm hopping in those cars every day and just driving them around. God. And I walk. I, I'm i not. Try I haven't drawn attention to it like verbally, but I'm stomping my boots when I walk oh, past Oh, you're like Devil Wears Prada. You're just. Your heels are just clicking. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Just to make a point. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Fuck, that's the best. It, oh, it's is so rubbing funny, shit dude. in people's faces that you work with. Yeah, and like doing it in creative ways. Because I don't want to be like, you know, just rubbing it in his face. Like, yeah. I want it to like, like his affect his subconscious. <laughs> we want him to dream about which it. Which is like night. arguably worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that was the most exciting thing. Actually, you know what? 2020 has been crazy, but hands down, watching a video of a man crash a car into a building. <laughs> Driving, driving, and then stopping, and then going. It's it's like if you watch the video, you'd be like, "This guy fucking meant to do that." Yeah, crazy shit I've ever seen, and also the funniest thing that's ever happened ever. That's fucking insane. <laughs> How is twenty twenty treating you? Like it's end of July. So here's the deal. I, like I said, I'm trying to move out, and I just can't get hired anywhere. I mean, I know having a degree isn't everything, but like the jobs I'm applying for, I'm like way overqualified for yeah and they just nothing which is kind of annoying um i mean i'll find a job like at some point but i just think right now because everyone's scared of this shit i definitely don't think i'm gonna get a job in la right now no i'm kind of quitting on the la thing until uh maybe next year yeah i'm i'm applying to jobs here and and, well i want to live in monterey so like monterey but that's probably where we'll live too yeah, it's definitely like I don't want to live in Salinas. I don't do anything in Salinas. Anytime I go anywhere, it's Monterey. Yeah, me too. Seaside Monterey. I'm not gonna go to fucking Dubbers. Oh God. Yeah. I would, dude. That's kind of the thing. Like, that's kind of been my whole thing about like wanting to move away. Is that I don't do anything because I don't really like anybody in this town. There's a handful of people. Yeah. You know who you are. Let's be honest. But not Kevin. Not Kevin. Fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> um, but, like, I'm always just like, I don't want to go out. I don't want to run into people I know. Yeah. Specifically people that I knew back in the day. Because, uh-huh. like, we're very different people. What are you doing? That's my whiskey. I mean, can I have some? I mean, it's more of a prop than anything. You go, sh- go for it. I mean, he put his mouth... On the bottle. There's not much in there. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I swear oh, you to God, were saying? if you don't finish that whiskey, you put your mouth on it. Oh, I'm gonna... Well, I'm, I'm Cooper Halfcan. Cooper Halfcan. I gave Cooper the nickname Halfcan because <laughs> this fucking guy only drinks half a beer and then puts it down and goes and gets a new one. Uh, and then drinks half of that well, one. That's after, like... I'll drink, like, three or four beers... Like steady, and then anything after that, I'll be like, yeah, I drank like eight beers last night, and I only really drank like two or four. Yeah, yeah, we collected your beers one time. Yeah, I know. There was ten half cans. I know it's a problem. We were so mad at you that day, <laughs> especially because you went to bed at eight thirty. Yeah, I tend to do that too. Why? I don't, dude. I, I truly don't know. I'm up. Every single morning, no matter what I do the day before at 6.30. Yeah. And I go to bed. 
mm-hmm. between 8.30 and like these days. I've actually been kind of staying up later for some reason while well, I'm watching Avatar because I'm a child. <laughs> I fucking love Avatar. It's so good. Dude. I love it. I loved it back then. I love it now. There, there's a point I want to make to that, uh, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's always been go to bed early, wake up early. Well, because you're an adult. Yes. You're an adult man. But I've always been like that. Yeah, I know. But you'd think, I mean, we don't do much all the time. You'd think that the few nights that we do all get together, you'd want to stay awake and cherish it. I know. And not be like, hey, guys. I'm going to go to bed now. Even when we're camping. No, I don't even say that. I just go to disappear. (laughs) But like when we're camping. We're camping for a couple days yeah. with the family, mm-hmm. and you're like, guys, it's it's dark now. I'm going to bed. <laughs> my my circadian rhythms are just are set, locked down. I can't do anything about it. Hmm. Circadian rhythm for you fucking dum dums listening is your body's natural cycle according to the sun. Yeah, right. So when the sun comes up, your body knows it's time to wake up. It's time to eat. And when the sun goes down, and knows to go to bed. And some people can kind of alter their circadian rhythms, so it kind of turns into like a sleep pattern, I guess. But like my circadian rhythms are like as natural Neanderthal as they get. It's like sun up, sun down. <laughs> yes, dark light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty. You're like a plant. I'm yes, I'm a yeah, plant. Yeah, that's how plants work. <laughs> it's they everything is based yeah. off darkness and light. Yeah, that, no, I'm a plant. I'm a flower. Don't say that around Jeffrey Epstein. We're not going to get into hey that guy, yet. That was- <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah. Shit, man. I fucking hate your shirt so much. It's so hard not to focus on it. Just think of it as gray, dude. It's gray shirt. It's gray brown. Makes my eyes pop. I feel like it dulls your eyes completely. My eyes are either blue or gray. It's your eyes are what Billie Eilish wrote about in their song Ocean Eyes. Yeah, now that she's legal, hit me up, Billie Eilish. I find you attractive and you have a beautiful voice. But, yeah. Don't. Billie Eilish, don't do that. You want a really good guitar player? I got you. Yeah, but don't hang out with him after. (laughs) That's... Yeah. Business. Business. Business only. Business. I feel like Billie Eilish would be so mean to you. If you guys ever, like, were dating, which is weird. I mean. I wouldn't. She's 18. Can't do that. Gotta be, like, 23. Like, you, I feel like she would be so mean. Like, she would totally conquer that whole relationship. I don't know. I don't know her I've watched a lot of her interviews, because, like. She's tough. I think she's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. She's fucking tough. She's like, I don't think I could date her. She would hurt your feelings on the daily. She would, but she's like, she's kind of like, you know, like in the family, it's like some of the girls are like the boys. Yeah. That's how she is. Yeah. You'd be dating a boy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dude, back to Avatar. So we were talking about how I find that uh, one girl attractive because, and I said, it's like, there's something about that skin color that works for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So when I was a kid, I watched Avatar religiously. And I had a huge crush as a kid on that waterbender chick, uh, Katara. Yeah, the big scissor. I like how you said it like, you know, that waterbender chick. And then you say her name. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know exactly who you are. Don't just, uh, just I admit to it. Just be like, you know, Katara, the yeah, waterbender yeah. chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Her, the love of my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think. My crush on her when I was a kid was so profound that I find women with that. Those characteristics. Those characteristics, even though she's a cartoon, but like the skin tone. Yeah. Like that brownish-ish. Yeah. Like coffee with creamer in it. Mm-hmm. I think that shaped me into uh, people I'm into. That's a thing. I think it is. It really is a thing. Yeah. Like you'll get imprinted as a child and like like a baby duck. Yeah. And that's just what you like. See, and now we can talk about that. And then how come some dudes are like really into feet? What happened when they were children? Something. Something happened when they were children. But what? That's, I've always wondered that. Like, what could have happened? Yeah, because I'm not going to suck your toes. 
do you, like maybe their moms spend a lot of time in shoe stores and they were just kind of there sitting down and they have like those mirrors on the floor yeah. and you're just always looking at feet. You're just looking down, looking in the mirrors, looking at feet. And it's just a subconscious thing that happens. Maybe. Do you have any weird kinks? Not really. I'm a pretty vanilla guy. I had a girl ask me to tie her up and I was like, yeah, sure. And then in the back of my head, I was like, I'm never going to do that. Do you think you could be tied up? Me? Yeah. Nope. No. It wouldn't work. No. I would get... Something would like click and I would become completely primal and I would break away from whatever it was. That's exactly what I, this girl asked. She's like, can I tie you up? And I was like, absolutely not. Because if you do, something's going to happen at one point. (laughs) You're going to become the whole. I'll rip my fucking hand off to get, (laughs) to get free. Like, I can't be fucking, I can't be stuck. I, that same girl also asked me to like hit her. And I said, listen, <laughs> I have really tough, hard-skinned hands. It's like sandpaper. It's like sandpaper. And this is when, now I'm kind of out of shape, but this is when like the height of my rock climbing, mm-hmm. where I like was kind of a strong, small guy. And I was like, you do not want me to hit you. I'm going to get... Like, there might be a lawsuit involved. So, no. And she said, okay, choke me instead. And I was like, I can do that. And so I did. And she kept saying more. And then kept saying more and more and more and more and more. And I was watching the life fade from her. (laughs) Because when you're a rock climber, this, like, they call it pinching in rock climbing. Mm -hmm is like so highly developed it's like it's literally your life yes like you're climbing mountains yes it like your life depends on this and i don't use my pinky for some reason i don't know why people always were freaked out by that but i was doing this and i was like i'm gonna stop and she's like why'd you stop and i was like you were fading away (laughs) i could you were going towards the light grip is also my thing yeah it's bad. I don't know. I have this weird, this freakishly weird strength. You do. And it's, I don't know. My dad always makes comments about it. He's always like, you, like, if you worked out, you'd be scary. Because I really don't. There was one time I where I think Nick was going through kind of a rough patch, and we were playing pool one time, and I poked him in the stomach with a uh, a pool cue. And like he stabbed me. Well, he hit me hard as fuck. Because <laughs> and I know this because I had a bruise on my tum tum. I think he had been bruised because right as I poked him, he was leaning forward. So it, you were and like kind of walked into you, like, it. That happens with it. us a lot. You know that? Yeah. Like you punched me in the face one time when you were just like throwing a punch, and I just walked into it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nick was going through some stuff, and he got really fucking mad, and it scary, but it's fine. And I've never been grabbed so hard in my life. I was like, oh my God, this man is powerful. I did not mean to, dude. I know, I know. I hate being seen as like that, like the... You're the angry... I don't like it, dude. I don't like being seen as like the angry guy who could get out of control. It's the worst. He's he's not. It happened once, but I've never been grabbed so hard. Dude, one and time... I was like, this man could end my life. If he was a wild animal, I'd be dead. Yeah. One time, I was in Modesto, and I was drinking. It was me, Balistrari, and Ethan. I don't think you went on this one. I, did, I didn't, but I heard some stories. And uh, it was the last night I drank Fireball, because there was a handle of Fireball. Oh, God. I'm getting sick just thinking about it. Mm-mm. But there was a handle of Fireball, Mm-mm. and uh, I drank it. I drank most of it. Mm-hmm. And the first time you have Fireball, it goes down easy. Easy And it's money, the last time. Dude, and I figured out that if you eat a grape after you eat that Fireball, you don't taste a thing. You just really? taste grapes. It's great. Not anymore. Not anymore. You can't do it. Can't but, even smell it. Um, yeah, so I got super fucked up on Fireball, and uh, I blacked out. Hmm. And Ethan, an all-American water polo player, 
and our friend Anthony, who also is a thick, strong kid. Yeah. Could not get that bottle out of my hand. <laughs> hand. One hand. Both of them were fucking fighting me. And there was a point where Anthony said, fuck this. We're going to hurt Nick and get this bottle. Didn't get it. <laughs> Didn't get it. I just see you blacked out is like a cannonball going through the air. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop it. You're going to go through a tree. Yeah. Or a car. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> and then they were just like, fuck it, Nick. Fuck you. Like, do what you're going to do. And they let me go. And then I put it down. I was like, I just want you to know, you'll never take anything away from me if I want it bad enough. Oh, God. You don't remember this. The first time we went to Modesto, you remember it because I told you about it, but you didn't know what happened in the morning. Nick basically blacked out. It was probably our first time drinking like heavily. And he had made like a small nest for himself <laughs> in the corner, and which was weird. It was like a dog. He was like all cuddled up in the corner. And our buddy Ethan walks over to the fridge. He's like, hey, Nick, you want a fucking burrito? And I'm Mexican, so of course I want a fucking burrito. But he was asleep and didn't hear anything. So, like Nick said, Ethan, our all-American water polo player friend, hurls a frozen burrito at Nick at full speed. Yeah. Ludicrous speed. Impossibly fast. I didn't even see it fly through the air. I heard it hit your head. So then in the morning, I wake up to you waking up <laughs> grunting this and this wasn't like normal time of morning this was like four in the morning and you were just <gasps> and you walked over to the trash can grabbed a pair of shorts you had grabbed them by the sides and just ripped them in half now if you grab a shirt right and tear it it'll tear I don't think you can do that with like canvas <laughs> shorts. You just grabbed them by the side and just pulled them apart. I have full belief that I could bend a frying pan. Okay, so should I, don't... I try it? Should I go get a frying pan right now? Well, you can destroy a frying pan. Might be worth it for the pod. Do it. Go get a frying pan, a frying and I'm going to finish the story. All right. Oh my god, this is going to be insane. So Nick's ripping. The shorts in half, and I'm just in bed, half alive, like, what a mighty human being. And I go back to bed, we wake up in the morning, and Nick wakes up, and he's like, fuck, my head hurts. Has anybody seen my shorts? And he's looking around, and I was like, hey, asshole, check the trash can. And he fucking waddles over the trash can, like half drunk. And pulls out his shorts and just holds the two pieces in his hands and he just starts crying. <laughs> he says, he, he's holding him, he's like crying and he looks at me and he's like, what have I done? Oh my God. Are you going to do it? I think I'm going to. Okay, I want you to sit there and I'm just going to watch. This is a real frying pan. Yeah, that's a real frying pan. I'm nervous. You should be. And if you don't do it, you're not allowed to cut it out of the video. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's got some uh, Oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> I I fear for my life. Jesus Christ, it is bent. I wonder if I can bend it the rest of the way so it's touching. Because we got like an inch left. Oh, the way it's folded, it's not going to work. It's touching. Good job, man. We're, we're good at this podcasting thing. We're strong. <laughs> <laughs> we're strong. Mom, I'm strong. I'm a strong boy. I think I'm going to hang this. You should. That's a prop. That's a That's one prop. hell of a prop. And we're back. Yes. So, Nick, we've been talking for, oh, let's see. 
About 30 minutes. About 30 minutes. We're fucking on it. We're on it, dude. We are locked in. This is a tight episode. We might be able to just not cut anything. We might. There, I don't think there's any cutting of anything. We're dialed. Dialed. Fucking dialed. <sighs> and now comes the time where things get sad. Get sad. We now, laughed now. It's time to cry. Yeah, and here's here's the deal. So we're going to force ourselves to finish this thing. We have two episodes, so we're going to be here a while. You're talking about the Jeffrey Epstein documentary? Yeah. We're tired of doing this every week, so we're just going to crank out the last two episodes. <laughs> Fucking over it. And uh, this episode's going to go out tomorrow? Yeah. Is it really? I'm going to post it tomorrow, yeah. You know, oh, we don't have to edit anything. Mm-mm, I think we'll be good. Yeah. <sighs> Predictions? I don't really have anything. I haven't really been... I've been trying not to I think I tried about not it. to think about it, too, <laughs> dude. I was so tired of this guy. I fucking hate him. Yeah, man. It is interesting, though, I should point out, the judge assigned to Ghislaine Maxwell's case... Mm-hmm. I did hear about that. There was an attempt on her life which ended in... Her son dying. So, I did a little bit of research on that because yeah, I was like, glad. "That that seems like you know some bullshit." Yeah. So that judge was paired up with another judge. I can't remember his name, and that judge was like some like weird like anti-feminist judge, like or lawyer, anti-feminist lawyer, which don't understand. Um, She's okay. But anyway, she got paired up with him on a case like years ago, like three years ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. And um, she was like, you're crazy. Get the fuck out of here and fired him from the case. That's the guy who killed her. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Which seems like motive enough. Did she die? Or no, killed her. her. Yeah, the attempt on her life. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then they found that guy hung. He hung himself. He killed himself, yeah. Pussy. Yeah. But that seems like motive enough. It seems like that's that's pretty fucking wild. Yeah. Either way, spooky. Yeah. He dressed up like a FedEx guy. Like, that's straight up like a Batman movie, dude. Right? That's some shit the Joker would do. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. Yeah, we're going to jump into this dock. Um, Get it done. Are there only... I really hope there's only two more. There's only two more. I know. Okay. I know there's only two more. Because we fucked up the first time thinking it was one Fuck, thing. I know. If I would have known, we would have just watched all of it and just done one recap. Yeah. 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 All right. Ready? As ready as we'll be. This could be a long night. Yeah. Yeah, let's fucking do it. We'll be back. And we're back. Yep. You know, watching one episode a week really hurt my feelings. Two in one sitting? Watching two? I had to lay down. I thought I was going to throw up at one point. Nick is in the middle of doing laundry and he just pushed all of his... Why you got to put my laundry out to dry like that? Over and just laid down. I was not doing well, man. I was sweating. I This is not a lane I ever want to get into again. I was feeling real bad until it, you know, killed himself. Yeah, no, he definitely killed himself. You think? Yeah, dude, he's a bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. That's the thing about people like that is that he, if he just realized his life was over. Yeah. And he was like. Here, you know what? Okay. So. Yeah, let's get into the notes because we're, yeah, we don't want to spend too much time on this because we're all sad. Um, but and everybody's already talked about him if he did or did not kill himself. Yeah, I'm totally scratching my foot. Hopefully that comes up on camera. I forgot we were filming. Um, <laughs> so yeah, basically one of the craziest things to me was his lawyer set up a deal even before he went to court. They yeah. just did it in like a fucking hotel room. Yeah. And then that guy, Acosta, Acosta, you're a cuck. You're a fucking bitch, yo. 
he like totally defended that and like Jeffrey Epstein had six days a week of Dude, work. Okay, let's, let's whatever get into the fuck. It. This guy gets a plea bargain with Florida, and they get him on two counts of procure procuring uh, procrastination. Nope. Procurement. Of, uh, trying. You have no respect for wood. Why would you put that on wood? Oh, so we'll just put it on an iPad instead. Is that not the most pretentious thing you've ever seen in your life, Nick? I have money like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, solicitation of a minor. It was solicitation, but it was more. It was uh, procurement. It was, was procurement, yeah. right? So that's what he got busted for. Um, and they gave him eighteen months in jail. He served thirteen. But the minute he got into jail, he was already qualified for a workers program. Yeah, whatever the fuck. Where he left the jail 12 hours a day. For six days a week. Six days a week. To go do whatever the fuck whatever he was doing. Whatever the do. fuck kind of work he was doing. When you have a jet, you can do anything in 12 hours. Just about. When he was in jail also, they just left his door open. Yeah, he was just hanging out. He was free to just walk about. He met with his lawyers whenever he wanted. I'd go to jail if that was how it was. I wouldn't, but like... But it wouldn't be that bad. It, I wouldn't be afraid of it. No, I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to chill out and it's going to be kind of a yeah. dim area, you know. It's like staying in a bad hotel, which I'm going to Yuma this week, so I know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, it's going to be hot out there, bro. Yeah, it's not going to be good. Zach, our buddy was uh, fucking in uh, Palm Springs like a week ago. It was like 122 degrees. Are you kidding me? I'm not. Fuck. Yeah. I have to build a greenhouse. You might not make it back. I might die. If I die, <laughs> I I'm not leaving anything to Cooper. Oh. This is all mine. <laughs> Hey man, you throw all of this recording equipment in the grave with me. <laughs> mm, he died with what he loved. Yeah. Um, I'm so mentally drained off this Epstein stuff. Okay, the one thing I really wanted to talk about. Hey, anybody, don't go to a private island with someone you don't know. Why? Because the implications of being on a private island with someone you don't know are vast. Yeah. Vast. Vast. As vast as the ocean that surrounds you. You don't know what they're going to do to you. You don't know what they're going to be able to get away with. Um, you don't know who's going to be there. You don't know who's going to be there. Where else you're going to go. Like Where even necessarily you are in the world. Yeah. Where is your location? I don't know. And when the guy has a private cell network, you can't just hit up someone. You know? No. Like, that was the craziest thing to me. I didn't really think about that, but, like, he would take people to an island because they had nowhere else to go. There was one girl who tried to escape, and almost instantly they found her. They had cameras everywhere. They had cameras everywhere. Like, it's insane. I never, like, I never, I was like, wow, pedophile island, that sounds gross. But I never really put two and two together that... They're trapped. Yeah, I never put the logistics of it together because I'm not in that world. I don't think that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you don't think like, well, fuck. People on an island, they're trapped. Dude, like after watching this, if I was dating a chick and she's like, hey, do you want to go to my dad's like private island with me? Ooh, I'd no. be like, I'm good. We're not married. We're good. And even if we were married, I'd be like, man. Is she gonna kill me and probably take life insurance out? Probably. Private islands are terrifying. That's not, I. I grew up thinking private island that'd be the shit. That would be the shit if it was around cool people, not pedophiles. Yeah, but like if I was going to someone else's private island. Well, think about like if if I won the lottery and I won just like a billion dollars, mm. and I got an island. And I told all the homies, hey, yeah. we're all going to go live on this island. And we're finally going to have that pig that you cook in the ground that you've been talking about for like 10 years. It'll be fine. 
it we're would good. be fun. Yeah. That's the crew. Yeah. But it's not an open invitation. You can't bring whoever you want. No, because they might kill everyone exactly, there. Exactly. Because I don't know them. Yeah. And that's basically what Epstein's Island was. It was just... It was a blackmail scheme. It wasn't even really like a... Uh, it that's... was a pedophile ring, but it was more of a blackmail scheme because he had cameras in every room, in every bathroom. And he had them in his house in New York. That's... Every square inch of property that was under Epstein's name had cameras. Yeah, it's... it's uh, I heard someone talking about it because Ghislaine, mm-hmm. her dad... Maybe I already brought this up before, but her dad was like a spy. It, uh, for Mossad, which mm-hmm. I don't know what country that is, some Eastern. I'm not even gonna attempt to thing. pretend like I know. Um, but anyway, her dad was a spy, like the top guy, and it's like, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein obviously was a pedophile, but this could have also been, like you were saying, a blackmail scheme for people in positions of power. Dude, yeah, like Bill Clinton was there 26 <laughs> times, Can just to enough. the island. Yeah, just to the island. Couldn't get enough. Ah, Harvey Weinstein had connections to this guy. And he's... And he's a cool guy. <laughs> if Okay, so you got to think about it like this. Jeffrey Epstein was an absolute monster of a human being, right? Monstrous. Now imagine him, but far uglier. It it's makes like, it so much worse. As if it could get worse, it does. It does. Ugly people make everything worse. School projects. Public speaking events. Just a guy with pit stains up on the stage. (laughs) I hate it, man. uh, I know I'm not a supermodel. But damn. Some people really got a bad shake of the... I don't even know what where I'm going with that analogy. Fell out of the ugly tree and hit every branch down. <laughs> Landed face first on the ground. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I love the first part of that whole thing <laughs> when when they have a they're recording a deposition with him, another deposition. It's the first thing in this. The, the was it the it's first the, one. It's we the opening scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the third episode, and they go, "Is it true you have an egg shaped penis?" And he gets so upset. He gets up and leaves. <laughs> this, this dude gets up, starts ripping out mics, and they're like, "Hey, man, you can't leave." And he sits back down, and they're like, "So, <laughs> is it true? Is it thick at the?" They're bottom like, "They said it's top? thick at the bottom, and then at the top, it's more thin and small." And this dude is just freaking the fuck out in his chair. He's like, I want to answer that. That dude, that pissed me off. He'd say that so many times. I'd really like to answer that after they asked him if a friend of his brought him three 12-year-olds from France. He says, I'd really like to answer that, but I'm going to evoke my fifth, my sixth, or whatever. Or invoke. Invoke. There we go. That's the right word. You speak English, And it's like, first of all, you're saying that means it's true. Second all, second of all, if you get real upset when someone says you have an egg-shaped penis, you got an egg-shaped penis. You definitely have an egg-shaped penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. You deserve it, wherever you are. You're definitely down there. You deserve it. Piece of shit. God. What's up, uh... I'm tired of talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Me too, dude. It, he, This dude is going to haunt my nightmares. What's up with that shirt? You like it? It's pretty nice. Laugh now, cry later. The podcast. Yeah, dude, I had it made. Just uh, thinking about maybe... Making some? Maybe making some. You know, I'd be down, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big fan of the red and black. I can get you a black and white. Yeah. Some white lettering. Why don't you like the red? I don't know. My mom said the same thing. Black and red just is so... um, I don't know. I've never really liked that color scheme. It's my favorite color scheme. That's okay. My boxers are red and black. All of them? No, just the ones I'm wearing right now. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. 
Red and black yeah. just never really worked for me. Maybe like a black and white? Like a white one with black lettering? Or just black with white lettering. Or, I mean, you know. You want, you want, a, you want me to wear a black shirt? You clearly cannot handle white. <laughs> like, look at that. Look at what you're going to do to it. Camera and everyone's going to be like, what the fuck is he talking about? God, if it doesn't show up on camera, <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed. Yeah, I'm gonna hang that shirt in my window and be like, "If you want to see the dirty shirt that Cooper wore, I drip pizza on it, pizza sauce." Yeah, and you're just gonna take that home, throw it on the floor, and wear that shit to work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you are. Bucks. Fuck, man. Are you a video game guy? I'm I was really thinking about not, that today. I'm not really. I can't. I'm not good at them. I lost all like motor skills with that. I uh and I want to be into it so bad. The okay, so I actually I recently got and this is going to be the most white people shit ever, but mm-hmm. I recently got into a video game. So there are these days um so there's racing games, right? Like the Gran Turismo games. Mm-hmm. Like so those have evolved like to really high level um like uh graphics. Not just graphics, but they're really realistic with how they feel. And my boss bought one, built a PC, has like a really high-end steering wheel and like a really high-end like pedal box. We have like a racing seat, like, and it's, it feels like driving a car. This sounds very nerdy. Yeah. Other than, you know, like the side to side movements. Um, but I've gotten really into that. Um, and I'm the fifth fastest man in the world in that game in a certain car. I shit you not. I really want to know how many people play that game. I looked it up. It was like like five or six thousand people on the leaderboards. Oh, that's not bad. And I was I'm number five in the Lotus seventy eight Formula One car, and I'm also number four in another old Formula One car from the 70s. I can't remember the name of it. But I was fucking stoked, dude. Hey, Lotus, we got the fifth fastest guy in the world. You should yeah. you should throw a little well, Lotus pro- experience our way. That would be cool. However, they were vintage Lotuses, like old school Formula One That's cars. That's even cooler. I know you got them. And that car is like probably like a $3 million car. But you're fifth fastest. I wouldn't. I don't think I would get it drive it. Really? Those we got in a $60 million Ferrari at the fucking auctions. I know I did. And? It was so sick. And what's the difference? Ferrari. I wasn't driving it. Yeah. <laughs> Ferrari and Lotus. Well, also, dude, okay, so you're not really a racing guy. Back in, like, the 70s, well, like, from I guess Formula One kind of started, like, around, like, the 40s, but, like, even then, all the way up until, like, the 80s, those cars, if you got in a crash, you... You were dead. Mm-hmm. You were either your legs were gone or you were dead. God. Um, and like it got really crazy in the 80s when the cars had, they had the turbocharged era in 1986. Those cars had over a thousand horsepower and your feet were in front of the front wheels. That sucks. Like it was the front wheels and the nose of the car. And you're like the van. Yeah. Except going from zero to 60 in under two seconds. And going down a straightaway at like 240 miles an hour. I'm it was good. not that fast, probably 200. They had a lot of downforce, so it slowed them down. But insane. If you got in a crash in those cars, you lost your legs or you were dead. And zero safety. Zero. It was, it was, uh, let's see, like in the 60s and 70s, they were most likely like an aluminum body. Yeah. And then in the 80s, they started getting into fiberglass and carbon fiber. Um, And, uh, yeah, you were a dead man. Dude, you see what happens to, like, the Ford truck aluminum bodies when they get in wrecks? Yeah. It looks like if you took a fork and dug into a fucking can. Yeah. It's It's unbelievable. (laughs) I don't know who thought that was a good idea. That's so bad. Well, they're trying to increase gas mileage by making it light. Yeah, they, they... they're definitely lighter. They're definitely fat. My dad has a brand new F-150, and it's a pretty quick, you know, vehicle. Yeah. But, like, if but you're fuck, having man. a guy with a, like, a, I don't know, like a dozer, like, dumping rocks in the bed of your truck, they're just going to go through it. Or it, just a fucking dickhead truck driver, which is becoming a theme on the show. 
Fuck them. Because I fucking hate the way truck drivers drive. I got to deal with them every single day on the highway. I will never drive a truck that's not steel because it has saved my life. Mm -hmm. You remember that accident I got in in the flatbed and I ripped that car to pieces and I didn't feel a thing? Yeah. Yeah. That was... If that was that aluminum truck, it would have been bad. Yeah, pretty bad. It would have been bad, bad. Nobody died miraculously. I don't know. Well, if there were people in the back seat, it would have been bad of their car. But yeah, dude, I, they were fine. Um, aluminum trucks just bad idea. Like that is not what a truck is about. No, not at all. It should be like a sturdy. Well, just machine. Well, I guess think about this too. There's people who need trucks that don't do the crazy lifting or the towing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Like, I want a Toyota Tacoma, like one of the new ones. And if it's an aluminum bed, I'm not going to give a fuck because I'm not doing anything crazy with right. it. I'm going to put bikes in the back of it, like a motorcycle, go pick up like wood and shit. Surfboard, something like that. Yeah, but I'm. If I have a truck where it's like I need to be doing real shit Hauling, with. doing all that shit. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be an old truck for sure. Yeah. Good. Good. I think we had a pretty good episode. This wasn't bad, right? This wasn't bad. And you know what, Nick? I'm not going to lie. It's 10 o'clock and Cooper's tired. Yeah. <laughs> We're going back to this bedtime thing bedtime. of yours, dude. Your circadian rhythm the is just sun like, yeah. Is down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been down. Ah, uh, shit. On that note, this light's bright, but it's not the same. It's not the sun. <laughs> it ain't the sun. But on that note, this is Laugh Now, Cry Later. I'm your host, Nick Ornelas. And I'm the co-host, Cooper Shad. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. We're done. We're done. We never have fun.